The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for the next level of leadership? It's going to be here before you know it. Today's leaders need the skills, connections, and savvy to become top professionals in their fields. Welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. In the next hour, you'll meet people who have become successful at the helm of some of the most respected organizations in the world, and you can become the next big success story. Now, here's your host, Maureen Metcalf. Hi, welcome to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. I'm your host, Maureen Metcalf, the founder and CEO of Metcalf & Associates. I'm an executive advisor, a speaker, a coach, and author of an award-winning book series focusing on helping leaders innovate how they lead. I'm also on faculty in universities in the U.S. and Germany, and I'm really excited about our show today. This show is going to be different than our standard and reflects a bit of my and our experimentation. Typically, we have one or two guests in the studio, and today there is a group of five of us. Um, We are around the world. And so we're connecting by way of conference call and Skype and recording studio. This show is the first in a series of four shows that provide listeners with a chance to discover the power of engaging organizations through the use of survey tools. We have two leaders, Jim and Carla, and you'll meet them as we go along, who will work with us as they explore their present goals and dilemmas over the four show series. We'll coach and support them to achieve a new level of engagement with their colleagues. The series of programs is designed to take us to the root cause of the matter of engagement in organizations, which is understanding the unconscious mind patterns that influence all of what we do. This promises to be a real adventure of discovery. To support the journey, I'm joined by Christopher and Sheila Cook from the UK. This is their second time on the show and the first appearance to discuss igniting a new era, thought, leadership, and innovation, achieving the second highest number of listeners in 2015. Christopher and Sheila share their overarching purpose, One Viable Planet. They're focused on the release of latent capacities that equip humanity to cope with complexity and forge a world that works for all life. Together, they lead Five Deep, a specialist training and advisory company that's focused on the application of the understanding of the unconscious mind patterns, hence the Five Deep name, which takes us deep below behaviors to mind patterns that influence all that we do. Christopher Cook is the founder and lead consultant of five deep he's an international senior manager consultant coach confidant counselor therapist trainer and qualified engineer with over 28 years of experience in pioneering and supporting personal and organizational change sheila cook 
is the director and lead consultant with Five Deep. With over 20 years of experience in leading international business, Sheila specializes as a designer and trainer of virtual and face-to-face -face collaboration processes that build resilience and adaptability within organizations to lead through complexity by building capacity for self-organization. She leads land and livestock management for life, an operating division within Five Deep, which is part of the Savory Institute network. So as you're aware, the Voice America series that we're part of is designed to provide leaders with information that helps them navigate the volume of complexity we're facing in the world. And this show to me is really important because it will allow our listeners to engage differently in that you'll be invited to take the assessment with Jim and Carla and walk through the feedback so the show will move from listening to really engaging actively in the process if you want. So the outcome that I'm hoping for is as leaders one of the foundation of, of effective performance is self-knowledge and self-management. We recommend assessment tools to help us make sense of what we're learning and also get feedback from others to expose possible blind spots. During the series we'll share information about the tools and give you the opportunity to participate by taking the assessment and hearing how others work with it. So Chris and Sheila, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Thank you very much, Maureen. Delighted to be here. So the first part of the show is focusing on personal freedom and flow. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. Um, in 2013, uh, Gallup did some really groundbreaking research. And what came out of that research is the knowledge that around the world, 87% of employees are not engaged in their work or even actually strongly disengaged in their work. And this provided a wake-up call to leaders and organizations around the world. And out of that context, uh, many have been researching why this disengagement exists and what can leaders do about it. So in that context, uh, this program has been born. And in this program, we're going to be really talking about how to release latent leadership potential and latent leadership capacity. And good morning or good afternoon. Uh, the way we're going to do that is we're going to build upon a body of knowledge that since the 1950s has been helping us understand the, the deep motivational flows that enable us to understand how to release this latent leadership potential. And the whole, the whole domain of human psychology um, moved forward on the work of Claire W. Graves back in the 1950s. And he first started to spot the deep patterns of motivational flow. And since that time, over the last um, 60 years, the application and practice has been evolving, um, and it was published in 1978 as a body of knowledge, and this then evolved further to what, what today is known as Spiral Dynamics, Spiral Dynamics Integral. And today, the work we lead in is called Solonics, which allows us to bring in the leading edge holistic awareness 
necessary to lead to complexity. So we use the metaphors and the, the understanding from a scientific perspective to help us really understand the, the root cause of personal freedom and flow. So today, and, and the tools you mentioned, Maureen, equip us to understand the unconscious mind patterns that influence the, all that we think, say, and do. And when we, as an individual, become aware of these patterns, we can not only better understand ourselves, but ensure that our relationships are more effective and fulfilling. So, if essentially, we discover we have far more choice than we thought possible. And so this, this increased flexibility enhances individual and organizational resilience. Now, this greater awareness naturally results in greater personal freedom and flow. And this is a truly mindful approach that releases latent potential for the leader and all whom he or she supports. So we know that when we get it right, we witness spontaneous involvement, which is a hallmark that an individual is meaningfully engaged. And more often than not, what happens is that inappropriate practice that is not aware of these unconscious mind patterns actually blocks the natural adaptive flow, and that actually disengages people. So this is the root cause of what the Gallant work is really exposing. And understanding the root cause is the lack of an appreciation and understanding of these unconscious mind patterns and how that influences our natural motivational flows. So in this series of uh, four programs with you, we're going to provide a live demonstration of what's possible when a leader becomes aware of these unconscious mind patterns. And when this is applied, leads to greater resourcefulness and a meaningful solutions focus. And it provides this great awareness of oneself and the others that we're working with. And ultimately, it leads to more effective relationships. And so this is something that we call Serafa. And that's where we're moving towards this personal freedom and flow. So SARAFA is an acronym that we use, and the S means for state, uh, a resourceful state. The I is intentional or intentionality. And then the R is that relationships that are really effective. And then the next, the A is an awareness of yourself, awareness of the others around you, and the awareness of the context in which you are operating. Um, the F stands for flexibility, and we really want a very high flexibility, in, in other words, an ability to adapt to our world. And then the last A is about act or action. And this is the stance in which that you're able to act in the world. And uh, through the work that we're enabling is the ability to take a holistic stance. Uh, in other words, to really see, see more, see much more of what's going on inside ourselves and much more about what's going on around the world. And we believe that this work is really the essence of what we would call thought leadership. So I want to make an observation at this point. I've been in, uh, involved in a series of discussions or even one might say debates about the nature of leadership and it's just all about action. And 
I think this is such a critical point that Christopher and Sheila are making is that right action, the, the most effective resourceful action, really comes as, is grounded in self-awareness, that ability to be flexible, that ability to be in effective relationships and understand the context in which I'm operating. So I just want to thank you and, and really reinforce the, the depth of importance for me of this work that as leaders, one of the biggest challenges I face is people who are moving forward often at light speed and yet the things they get done are not what they intended or the uh, the consequences the unintended consequences can be pretty bad and we find that in turnover and burnout and in some cases negative outcomes and that's often when we as coaches are called in and one of the antidotes to this negative outcome is assessments, building self-awareness, and attending to the inner motivations that for many of us we weren't aware of. So for the audience, the series of four shows will demonstrate the application of the survey instrument known as LeaderView that are derived from integral psychology, which is mapped by Claire W. Graves. Christopher and Sheila, tell us a little bit more about the four programs and how they will unfold. Okay, so let, let's start with the tools. The tools we're using are, are built and derived upon the theory and practice of what today is known as a body of knowledge called integral psychology. And, and they bring a profound understanding to the individual of their own unconscious mind patterns, their, their natural motivational flows, but they also bring an important understanding of the healthy dynamics of organizations. So it deals with both the individual inner and the individual's perspective of their organizations. And it, it results in a rich body of knowledge which increases behavioral flexibility. So the tools assess the degree of activation of a known repertoire of unconscious mind patterns. These, these eight mind patterns have been mapped over the, the past 60 years. And it also provides, the instruments also provide an interesting understanding of the dynamics of the change within and between each of these unconscious mind patterns. So the tool also invites an individual to assess themselves or their peers against a series of attributes that are known to indicate personal freedom and flow. So Sheila explained the mnemonic we use, Serafa, and we, we measure in the instrument attributes of Serafa, the resourceful state, the intentional focus, the effectiveness of relationships, uh, the awareness of self, others, and the organizational context. And that then leads to a, a, a sense of the flexibility and the beneficial action that an individual can undertake. So this is an indication of personal freedom and flow. Now, functionally, the instruments are designed to support leaders who wish to amplify their ability to enable solutions that work today. In today's complexity, whilst ensuring that the individuals involved are always growing into their potential. So it's creating a new psychological space within, within the organization which fulfills the, the curiosity and needs of anyone in the organization. Now, when we talk about personal freedom and flow, an individual's potential is always unfolding and expanding. 
So what we want to impress in this conversation is that these instruments take a snapshot in time as part of a never-ending journey that each human being from their birth um, often uh, don't appreciate the journey that they're on. And very often in organizations, we unintentionally interfere with this natural flow of the human being's journey and help hence the Gallup survey responses. So what we're going to do uh, is work with two leaders, um, Jim and Carla, who have some organizational engagement dilemmas. And we're going to ask them to complete the leader view instrument with a focus on themselves. And they will be mentored in the interpretation of their data so they can really deeply understand what this data means about themselves. And then we'll invite them to have two colleagues complete an instrument known as Leader View 360. And this is a bit different from the usual 360 in that the information passes back and forth two ways. And so uh, the, what the uh, Jim and Carla will learn, they'll actually learn about the unconscious mind patterns of their peers that will come through in the instruments that they take. And then this information will be used by Jim and Carla to create a new conversation between themselves and their colleagues. And this will, should be a process that's filled with learning, um, discovery, and fun. And it actually helps shape a really beneficial, healthy, resourceful relationship. Thank you very much for describing the process. We're going to go to break now, and when we come back, we get to meet uh, both Jim and Carla and hear a little bit more about them and why they were willing to engage in this experiment and <laughs> what they hope to get from it. So we'll be right back. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. This is Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. And we are with Christopher and Sheila Cook from Five Deep, Jim Svajerico from Metcalf and Associates, and Carla Morelli. Uh, Christopher and Sheila are now going to ask questions of our participants. They'll start with Carla as if they were doing a coaching session. So the context is Carla's come in, she's getting ready to take the assessment, and they're inquiring about uh, what the outcome, what challenges she faces, what opportunities she's looking at, and how she would like to proceed. So, Christopher, over to you. Okay, thank you, Maureen. And Carla, welcome. Welcome to the show. and Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay, so let's get straight down to the detail then. So, so tell us a bit about you, what you do, and the context in which you operate. Right. So my background is actually fairly broad. Um, I have about 25 years of work experience that spans IT and software development, um, finance. Um, my most recent incarnation has been, um, in the last six years, say, has been running uh, M&A, mergers and acquisitions transactions around the world. Um, I am in a, uh, I'm in a moment of transition. I left my last full-time, long-term job uh, about a year ago and have been consulting in the meantime. Um, I am looking to close on a full-time position with a large company in the next, you know, month or two. And so I'm, I'm a little bit in between here. So I, I have both a consulting point of view that I, you know, I'm working with, uh, but I really want to talk to you guys about how the, the broader organizational engagement works for me when I settle in. Great. Well, I'm glad you're on the show with us because the, the topic you bring is perfect for the work we're going to do over the next four shows. So um, you mentioned this transition and also I'm aware that you have very little information about the nature of what we're going to do on the program. So I'm just curious about what, what led you to be, what what prompted you to be here on the show with us, with us today? What's really important to you about being here? Well, I, I think uh, for me, business is actually pretty straightforward, even at its most complicated, right? So in my mind, even if the business model sounds complicated, it usually isn't. The math isn't complicated. The technology isn't complicated. One can learn anything. The thing that I find really fascinating and have done over the years is the psychology. It's the people. Um, it's, the, it's the experience that you bring that colors how you, uh, how you look at things and how you make sense or meaning of your, your current situation. Um, and when you get personal interdynamics and teams working together, that's where things get very sticky. And that's where I have really found my, my great joy comes from working in those, in those situations. Um, so I'm, I'm here for two reasons. One is that helps understand myself because I tend to be the one who's in the middle of things. Um, and also to be able to help understand how I understand other people. Right, what I, I loved what you said earlier, Chris, about, um, or, a, or out of Sarasa, the acronym, that contextual awareness, it's the 360-degree awareness of self, others, and context, I think is absolutely critical. Um, so I'm, I'm here to put all those pieces together. 
in a way that I haven't yet. So you, you reminded me of that earlier conversation and uh, I'm going to ask you a, a question that we had with Poe just before the interview, which was, what's the essence of what, what brings you here? What is the theme that continues through your career that you bring into this conversation today? Curiosity brings me to everything. Curiosity. Yeah, okay. I'm getting me in trouble too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so this curiosity, this curiosity about this word, this key theme of transition. So how would you explain or describe this engagement dilemma that you're pondering? What really is the dilemma that you're holding on to? Um, I really think it's about uh, how you hold, for me personally, I think it's really about how I hold speed um, and efficiency um, in the same hand as uh, momentary presence and consent and awareness. Mm. That for me is, is sometimes it's one or the other takes hold, <laughs> and um, and when I and I move very quickly and I talk very quickly and then I think very quickly and sometimes it's to my detriment and more importantly to the detriment of the other people around me. So when I start to lead um, in a situation that then becomes um, very pressure driven and then time sensitive, there are times when I will just put everything aside and power through, and that's not an effective way for me to be. It doesn't, and it doesn't, nor does it yield the effort um, that we're working on the outcome that we wanted. Great. So that's a wonderful engagement dilemma, that challenge around the performance and the, the speed and the capacity and the, the, the inner journey that uh, you're describing. So how long have you been pondering this issue? <laughs> Probably since I was 20. <laughs> it's gotten better, but... But, uh, but that's always been my, that's always that's my Achilles heel. Good. Let's see. It sounds like it's about time we, we helped you with this dilemma, so I'm delighted you're on the call. <laughs> yes. so, so, so looking ahead then, Carla, what would you like to get out of these four shows? Given what you know and just reflecting on the conversation we're having now, what's your vision of, of what you'd like to get out of these this series of shows? That's a good question. Um, I would really like to come out feeling very grounded to my sense of self um, and my ability to maintain my present um, moment, be present in the moment. Um, I, I just go too fast. I'm always putting too many people together too far down the road, and I miss the bit that's in front of me. And then that really has been, um, and again, to the detriment sometimes of the people around me. Um, that, that I think is what I really want to be able to get out of that is the ability to um, to look at my context um, and myself in a way that I haven't quite yet. So grounding your sense of self and being able to look at the context in self in a way that you've not yet learned how to do. Well, Carla, I'm delighted you're on the, the call with us, and um, I know that as we um, this journey unfolds, the next stage will be a one-to-one -one interview with you. So I'm now going to turn my attention to Jim, if we can do that. Sounds wonderful. Hi, Jim. It's great to have you on the program. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time. 
good. And no doubt, if you've you listened to Carly, you actually know the questions before I ask them, so we might, we might juggle them a bit for you. <laughs> so, tell us a bit, so tell us a bit about you, Jim. Well, um, I actually come from the healthcare background. I am a speech-language pathologist by background. I'm almost 30 years of practice in healthcare, and so my journey tended to be a one of um, discovery once I realized as I was rising through the ranks of healthcare, through the manager, director, vice president type roles, I realized that most of us in healthcare didn't really get the opportunities that maybe others had in developing themselves as a leader. We were good clinicians, and so we ended up being leaders. Congratulations. Um, and so whether we're physicians, uh, nurses, therapists, whatever we are, I kind of saw this need for uh, development of others. And so um, about 12 years ago, I started into leadership education and training, and I would uh, do face-to-face -face types of classroom um, or uh education for leaders and then about six years five six years ago I went to uh, Georgetown University to um, get my certificate in executive leadership coaching and um, at this point what my role is to be an advisor to be a coach to be an educator to leaders in multiple kinds of organizations and I have to say healthcare is probably still my my bailiwick if you will and um, I, I really trying to help individuals, especially in healthcare, as we have so many changes going on in healthcare. So that's that's my role at the particular moment. Thank you, Jim. That's, that's a very eloquent way of describing it, and it's a, obviously a sector that we're, we're very uh, interested in and committed to. So, given your knowledge of the the opportunity we have on this program together. What's important to you about being on this on this journey? You know, it's interesting. I think that um, I work with individuals on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, just came back from a, um, a trip to um, Wisconsin, and I was working with um, a number of healthcare leaders in in an organization um, there, and. I, I'm I'm really interested in in first my own personal development because I think if I understand myself then I'll be able to help others understand themselves, and so um, you know I I think it's it's important that I help individuals um, discover who they are, and so I guess my my biggest um, movement at this point or my biggest thought is it's always important for us to grow. It's always important for us to continue in our own personal development. And that only helps me help others. And so um, I'm really interested in, in understanding the tool, understanding how I can be better at helping others um, as they um, continue on their development journey. Mm, thank you. So strong theme about helping yourself and helping others coming through in the conversation. And if you recall, I Carla, the question, well, what's the, what's the essence that's behind your journey? You described a, a journey from, uh, you know, as a speech-language uh, pathologist right the way through to the development of others as, and an advisor to others. What would you say is the, the essential theme that sustains you on this journey? You know, I think this is an interesting uh, question because, um, as you asked Carla, I started thinking about my own <laughs> answer to the question. But um, 
Um, transformation is a word that came up in my mind and it keeps coming up and um, personal transformation um, has been very important for me for many years and I remember even as a therapist transforming to the next leader transforming to a great therapist but also um, at this point in my life it's helping others transform and again getting back to healthcare, I'm, I'm very acutely aware of the changes that need to happen um, and the transformation that needs to happen in an industry that we're really struggling with at this point and all the leadership there. So I think that word really resonates with me, this thing called transformation. Okay, thank you. So remembering the theme of this series is around leadership engagement. What, what would you say is the engagement challenge or engagement dilemma that you, you're really holding on to at the start of this show? You know, that, that's another great question, and, and I really think about, um, uh, you know, earlier, Sheila, you talked about the Gallup poll, and I'm acutely aware of the Gallup um, uh, information just because um, we utilize that information in healthcare. Many places are using that kind, and, and I see it on a day-to-day -day basis, this thing called disengagement, individuals coming to work and, and um, as Gallup um, puts it, um, actively disengage from organizations almost to the to the point of 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 uh, sabotage, um, and I see those kinds of things, and I want to be able to help um, leaders first of all identify um, those engaged versus disengaged associates, employees, and um, and help them be a lot more engaged in them. And themselves and their own learning, so that they can lead others um, and become help them become much more engaged. Hmm. So, so, Jim, for how long have you been, have you been pondering this issue? <laughs> My ponder. Um, I guess I'm going to say um, ever since I became a leader in healthcare, um, which is uh, 15, 20 years, I guess at this point. Um, you know, how do you how do you get that person who ha already has a very altruistic type of position by being in healthcare? So you would think, of course, you're going to be engaged, but that's untrue. Um, how do you get this person to first of all realize that what they do on a day to day basis is so meaningful? and really affects not only the person that's in front of them, but people that are um, family and friends of these uh, patients that they're working with, um, and really become um, engaged in the work that they do so much so that um, they're able to um, uh, change, again, change and transform uh, this healthcare system. Mm, thank you. So Given everything you're learning and the insights that you're having even in this conversation, what, what's the vision that you're carrying of, of what you'd like to get out of this program or this series of four shows? You know, I think um, I'm going to agree with Carla in many respects about relationships. And as an advisor, as a coach, as an educator, it's very important for me um, to come away with uh, a stronger sense of self, a stronger understanding of my um, um, uh, engagement, a stronger understanding of who I am so that I can help those people that I'm working with on a day-to-day -day basis uh, become more engaged, become much more uh, transformative. So I think it's really um, a huge self-awareness that I'm looking for, um, continued improvement in that so that I can help others become much more aware of, of who they are. 
Thank you, Jim. Thank you both. Excuse me, Carl. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, you know, as I hear Jim talk, um, I just want to say I think um, his references to transformation. This is this is what we're about, right? This is who we are. Um, we're in the business, literally, of making things much different than they were when we started. Um, and I, I think that the thing, the, the word that comes to mind for me, and I think it sounds, it's probably true for Jim as well, is catalyst. I am a catalyst. And that is who I am. That's what I bring to the table most of the time. And I want to learn how to do that even more, even better. Carla, I totally agree. And I think that that's really um, a huge point of the people like ourselves that are trying to make changes in industries that have been the same for hundreds of years, maybe even, um, to be a catalyst of change. And But we have to be very vigilant about who we are so that we can, under about learning who we are, so that we can then be able to uh, not be surprised, um, to understand others, and then to be able to um, help this and catal- uh, be a catalyst for change and transformation. This is Maureen. I would say even, even more for me has been, how do I make sure I don't get in the way? If, if kind of the analogy of a dirty window, if if there's dirt on my windshield when I'm looking at a client or a colleague, then I am less likely to to have a clear view and to Carla's point to be able to be present to what's going on with them because I've got my own stories going on in my head nonstop about what I think about them or what they're up to or do I look good enough or whatever my question is that totally gets in the way of doing the work I'm here to do. This is Christopher. I just love this conversation. Uh, as, as we have this conversation between the five of us and we're, we're, we're synthesizing to the key words around transformation, catalyst, curiosity, and so on, I'm wondering what key words are coming up for the listeners to this program. It, it's an interesting question to ponder over break. Uh, We're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Uh, As a wrap-up for this segment, I want to thank both Jim and Carla. I took a lot of effort in selecting two people who I thought would be brilliant in this context, in both being transparent and willing to share their own personal journeys in service of helping others do that, because it is who they are that they really are focused on being catalysts and for many of us in the consulting space and coaching space and executive advisory space we put on that mask of we have it all figured out ourselves and (laughs) we're here to fix you (laughs) so i really appreciate that both jim and carla are willing to share their own journey because at least for me i've found that that willingness to share puts me on on the same journey with my clients and for some people that's kind of risky for me it's kind of risky and yet i believe it's how we make the greatest impact so we'll be back after break with christopher and sheila and jim and carla Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Metcalf & Associates is a management consulting and leadership development firm dedicated to helping leaders, their management teams, and their organizations implement innovative leadership and business practices to help create market differentiation necessary to thrive in this rapidly changing environment. As the author of eight award-winning leadership books, Maureen Metcalf and her associates are positioned to help you and your organization grow and thrive. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Maureen is ready to discuss your needs and tailor a solution to meet your needs through her expertise in keynote speaking, leadership coaching and training, transformational and organizational growth consulting. For your business, we can help with facilitated leadership retreats, organizational planning, culture alignment, individual and organizational assessments, online leadership development programs, and one-on-one or corporate-wide leadership development sessions. Move forward with Metcalf & Associates. Visit Metcalf-Associates.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. To reach Maureen Metcalf or her guest today, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at metcalf-associates.com. Now, back to this week's program. Okay, welcome back to Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations. Today we are joined by Christopher and Sheila Cook from Five Deep. Jim Svajerico from Metcalf and Associates and Carla Morelli talking about the leader view assessment that they recently took and that they will share with you. So Sheila, back to you. Thank you, Maureen. And so let's start with Jim and just help our listeners understand a little bit about the experience that you went through, Jim, when you took the leader view and I know it's been a while since you took it, but can you remember how long did it take you to fill out the leader view survey? Well, you know, that was one of the things that I thought was um, interesting and wondered, I'll be honest with you, whether you'd get the information, uh, because it was really quick. It was easy to do. It wasn't um, something that took uh, hours on end. I think it was probably 30, 45 minutes maybe at most, maybe even less than that. Um, and uh, it was really um, an interesting process through as as uh, I was going through the assessment to, to try and, for me, <laughs> I tend to try and figure out what's the assessment trying to tell me or going to tell me in the future. <laughs> uh, I think I've probably done these um, a little too often, but... Uh, um, it wasn't. Um, it was. It, I think for the uh, average user who have maybe have never done this before, they might even find it to be um, a lot easier and than than other assessments that that might be uh, uh, that may have to take it at some point. Great. So you're you're an experienced assessment taker. <laughs> <laughs> I've done so, these before. So what was it? <laughs> Yeah, what was it like for you taking this instrument then, compared with others? Well, you know, I think sometimes um, 
assessments can be very, very basic in, in, in that it takes you five minutes to complete, and before you know it, a lot of information is coming out of it that that is probably very generalized and um, ideas. And I think for some individuals, that's a really important part and I think maybe some of the leadership style types of assessments that are out there um, I think that's a good start and I do think it's a good way to begin in a, in a discussion of who who are you and then to the other extreme I've spent hours on assessments um, writing answers to questions and 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 really filling uh, out um, information that took a long time of thought pondering a lot of self-talk, if you will, um, through it. I found this assessment to be different in that it, it, it was much more engaging. It was much less, I wonder what they're trying to ask me here. And it was much more, let's just get to the point and let's, let's answer some of the questions. And I thought it was well, well put together. Thank you. So you found it engaging and to the point. So, what did what did completing the instrument do for you? Well, um, I think uh, my initial reaction to it was um, uh, one of there wasn't uh, a, a total surprise. I, I think that there's a lot of good information there, and unfortunately, um, I, I have done many of these kinds of assessments. When I compare it to other assessments that give similar types of information, I found it to be um, a lot um, more manageable. So as I go out, and again, I was more or less assessing it too as how I might use it um, with others. And as I go out there thinking about um, how I would use it with individuals, how I would explain it to individuals, I, I, I find that it will be, or I'm, I'm thinking it will be much easier to um, explain and, and then to engage others in taking it because up until now my thought was, wow, we're going to have to do this very long assessment. It's going to take a lot of time. It's going to take a lot of um, uh, time to um, uh, evaluate where it was nice to kind of get um, at least a, a basic knowledge of my of my um, a score immediately and so I think that was interesting I know a lot more education to the other person across the table is going to be needed but I think it was um, it, it at least gave me a, a sense of uh, a beginning understanding and I think that anyone can understand um, that and then the uh, a coach or the advisor will um, come in and, and, and do further uh, discussion and education Thank you very much, Jim. And now let's turn over to Carla. Um, Carla, thinking back to when you took the survey, how long did it take you to do it? Uh, well, I told you I moved pretty fast. <laughs> and I did think about my answers, but it took me about 20 minutes. Great. And when, uh, when you took it, what was it like taking the instrument for you? Uh, you know, it was deceptively simple. I haven't taken as many assessments as Jim, but I've taken some of the very complicated ones. Um, and I, I found myself wondering whether it was really going to work, because it was really going to give me something useful. I was really surprised. <laughs> I got the results, and they mirrored what my very expensive, you know, you have to spend hours writing test, you know, assessment returned. I was shocked. 
All right, so Carla, uh, what did just completing the instrument do for you already? Just that experience of completing the instrument, what did that do for you? Well, on some level, it was nice to be validated, right? Try it by two different things, showing that I was of the same ilk, right? Regardless of what assessment it was. Um, I did rather wonder whether there was a way to gain the test, right, and find all the sort of the best answers. Um, and that actually led me to question, you know, how am I looking at it? Can you say anything about that? Or Right, so your question is, can you really game this instrument? And I'm going to turn yeah. that over to Christopher to answer. Over the long run of time, of course, you can game any instrument. Um, one, once you learn the patterns behind it. But this this instrument is actually stimulating mind patterns within you that, that you may not yet be able to use cognitively. And, and that's part of the process. So, so the instrument isn't designed to trick you or fool you. It's designed to accelerate the learning process so you can re really understand the engagement from an inner and an outer perspective. Well, and it sounded also like it actually... Uh, what do I want to say? It's showing you what your pattern is. It's making visible that pattern that your brain is looking for. It's a natural response. So were you saying earlier, I could, if I was of a different mindset, the pattern would look different to me, and I would think that that was the way one would sort of deem it. Yeah. Well, so so here we start. Here we start moving to the domain of leading to complexity, where it's the world of spotting the patterns, both in the world around us and in the world within us. So I'm really delighted to hear you, the responses from both of you. And I look forward to just taking your learning further as we go into the next phase of this four-phase program with you. Yeah, I'm so interested. So back over to you, Maureen. Thank you, both Jim and Kyla. Thank you all. This I love these discussions, especially the question about gaming because that's been an exploration. And for us at Metcalf & Associates, and for me personally to pick an assessment, it has been critical to, that we don't put our name behind something unless we are highly confident that it gives people useful, valid information. The worst thing we can do is recommend an assessment that actually gives bad information. And that, that in our practice is akin to malpractice in the medical practice. Because if, if we tell people something based on an assessment that they trust, and then they take action and get worse, th then we have done harm. So, so just back to Christopher and Sheila to say thank you for creating and offering an assessment that is yeah. most importantly valid. Secondly, accessible. One of our quests has been to find something that's financially accessible and still good so that we can recommend to people who don't have the resources to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on assessments that, that we, the folks in this conversation, have been able to do. So um, for our listeners, if you, as you follow along in the next three sessions, one thing you may want to do is take the, uh, the leader view assessment and we will have information on the Voice America website under this conversation description and also under Christopher Cook's 
uh, bio and Sheila Cook's bio. So you have access to the assessment. So, so what you will do next, if you are interested, is take the five deep leader view assessment. After you take the assessment, which we've heard is 20 to 30 minutes, you'll complete a workbook to interpret your results. Then you can invite two peers of your choice to take the 360 assessment. Now remember Christopher and Sheila said these 360s are not anonymous like most are. They're designed to promote a conversation with the person evaluating you. So it's imperative to select people who are actually willing to engage rather than give confidential feedback. And then you'll follow the step-by-step -step procedure to have these conversations with your peers. And for many people, these conversations are significantly impacting personal awareness and how I move forward. They can be, they seem simple on the surface to have just a conversation with someone who gave me feedback. And yet this feedback can often be quite intense and useful. So our listeners will, the, the link that we provide gives you the survey at a 20% discount. So again, the intent is to make this available to as broad of an audience as possible and yet compensate Christopher and Sheila for the, the investment that they have made in creating this. So Christopher and Sheila, back to you. Okay, so in terms of what's next then, Maureen, um, yeah. I'm going to pass it back to Sheila. Right, so what <laughs> happens next is Jim and Carla are going to start to work with their results and choose two colleagues with whom they wish to enhance their relationships. And in our next program, we will explore with them their findings and what they have learned so far. And we will also discover things about their leadership approach that they have not yet told anyone <laughs> and why they chose their respective colleagues to invite feedback from. And I'm sure it's going to be a rich and engaging hour. Thank you very much. So to our listeners, this is show one of four. The second will be on July 19th the third on August 7th, and the fourth on August 9th. And we've allowed a gap in the show, again, to give you, the listeners, time to take the assessment if you're interested and also go through the self-evaluation questionnaire so, so that you are able to follow along with Jim and Carla if that, if that is of interest to you. Uh, you're certainly welcome to just listen to them and, and not engage. Uh, again, we hope that through this show, we have tried to create tools, thought leadership, uh, executive conversations, each carefully designed to help leaders and emerging leaders learn more about themselves and experiment with new behaviors. I, and my hope is that this series offers an opportunity to take that to the next level and really learn more about myself using this tool and this is one of the tools that we recommend as a firm and get feedback from others so that we start to identify those blind spots and while I am not part of the conversation I absolutely have been part of the assessment process and <laughs> will be getting feedback from probably Jim and Carla and going through this process with you I I just as the facilitator won't be sharing my results we want to keep it to a manageable amount of conversation. So join us for those conversations, please. And I would love to hear your feedback. I'm going to be posting on Facebook 
pictures of how we are engaging in this conversation. If you were sitting in the studio with us here, you would see a microphone on a cell phone so that we can tap in other folks. We've got Skype going so we can see each other. We've got an engineer in the booth and uh, this process has been entertaining for us as well as incredibly enlightening to learn about these tools and we're delighted that you as listeners are sharing this journey with us. Please email me info at metcalf-associates.com. Follow me on Facebook or follow Innovative Leaders on Facebook and you will see a little bit more behind the scenes how we bring this show to you. Give us feedback. Thank you and thank you for joining us. Thank you again for joining us this week. Please tune in for another edition of Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We hope to see you here next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 